0: What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Legendary Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Jackson, a.k.a. King Jeff. Today's episode is part two of Mental Health in the Black Community. To recap the last episode, we discussed how we got to where we are with mental health in the black community. We discussed how shots of slavery and the oppression associated with it is still relevant today with the inherited traumas and insecurities that still exist today. I will take a deep dive into how intergener- intergenerational trauma still have a lasting impact within the black community, how to properly cope with these issues that we have inherited, and how we can heal for ourselves and for the future generations to promote progress but not forgetting the struggles our ancestors have endured. Intergenerational trauma is the main culprit. It is trauma passed down from generation to generation within a family. This trauma can be caused by a variety of factors such as racism, oppression, poverty, and violence. This trauma can have a lasting impact on the psychological and physical health of Black Americans, and it can lead to feelings of anxiety, depression, and post traumatic stress disorder. We see the struggles of it in our everyday lifestyles. The survival instinct we have, a.k.a. when we say, yeah, the black and me wouldn't do this, do that. Um, the music that we listen to, um, how we are portrayed in the mainstream media. Honestly, I think a lot of what's out there is not the whole picture. It's just mostly perceptions of how we should act and how people perceive us as being. Um, I hate to say some people play. play to this for their own financial gain both from ourselves and from other cultures in the, in the form of cultural appropriations i mean we literally had to create our own culture a culture of comedians i mean we have a culture of athletes a coaches of entertainers a culture of rappers models influencers a culture of just brands that is built around struggles that we have been through we have as people And we use some of these devices as our own coping mechanisms for far deeper issues that in some cases we still need to address. So listeners, I will let you let that sink in. Healing intergenerational trauma, it will require a multifaceted approach. It requires understanding and acknowledging the root causes of the trauma. Developing proper coping mechanisms to manage to manage difficult emotions, and building strong and supportive relationships with your family, with your friends, within the community. We have to become more of a community instead of individuals. And black families, let's be honest, we are we are often broken for so many various reasons, some that we have control over, and other things we have no control over. But I firmly believe that if we just put forth the effort to try to repair or what we can't repair for our families, we can definitely go a long way. And we have to focus our approach on those who want to heal with us because nothing ever is perfect, but don't let the negativity of some family members or friends deter you from trying to pave new paths in the family and your friendships and your life because after all, we only really have one life on this earth and each and every day is not promised We have to do what we have to do to try to better ourselves. And it is also important to recognize that healing is a process that that does not happen overnight. It will require patience and dedication. And it is important to seek professional help if needed. There is nothing wrong with seeking therapy. I have a therapist. You know, something that I'm owning up to as a black man is Getting proper mental health care, and I'm speaking as a person who does. I'm not just saying it; I'm speaking on it. Because mental health professionals can provide the tools and resources to help you to do the work yourself, and to help individuals manage their emotions and to heal for generational trauma. Because mental health in the Black community has been and continue to be a topic that isn't discussed enough. We are often told to just man up or woman up. Uh, never let them see you cry bullshit like that. <laughs> Don't show your weakness and other, from, and other similar f- phrases that plays into toxic behavior and ideologies. 22.8% of adults in America, and that's roughly 57.8 million people. And of that, 4.8 million African Americans have reported having a mental illness. Imagine the amount of people who are not reporting this. According to the American Psychological Association, African-Americans are 20% more likely to experience serious mental health problems, including depression, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress disorder compared to other races. I mean, we are a, we are a community of people who have built, who have been inherited the ideologies of just trying to survive. And that's tough to deal with. I mean, we are just so caught up in surviving every day to where we do not realize that really there are a lot of things that we can unpack within ourselves to get better as people. And it's also said that Black, Mar- Black Americans are also more likely to report, feel lonely and disconnected disconnect from family and friends, not a tight family structure. And this is still in the course of the American Psychological Association. And unfortunately, the statement and lack of access to mental health resources prevent many Black Americans from seeking that help. And some common mental health disorders that are are prevalent within the Black community um, includes post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, uh, mood disorders, eating disorders, not having proper nutrition, substance abuse, which is is linked to mental health conditions, such as, I mean, like, a lot of people who do cocaine within the Black communities, I mean, you have a lot of people within, within the Black communities that do drugs, do alcohol, and that results into negative effects on your mental health. And most importantly, we all have addictions. It can be food, it can be sex, drugs, making money illegally, uh, violence. And these are all coping mechanisms within the black community. And sometimes we, we, we put these things as the forefront of what we're trying to achieve, no matter the cost. And these are just a few examples. Um, it's crucial to remember that each person's experience is different and unique, even within our black community. It's all unique. You know, we, we, we as a people have come from different backgrounds, but the majority is what I'm focusing on with this particular show, especially within the impoverished communities like the ones that I grew up in. You know, this is stuff that we dealt with and we, and we didn't even know it. It is such a complex and diverse topic to talk about because mental health is not just one particular thing. It is the culmination of things. Now, there is nothing more critical than seeking help when it comes to maintaining good mental health. As I said before, unfortunately, many individuals hesitate due to the lingering stiffness surrounding mental health. I will, keep, I will keep repeating it because that is honest and that's very true. You know, we do not own up to the fact that, yes, we need to heal. We need to properly heal without judgment and without bias. Now, when it comes to treatment options for mental health, several approaches can help individuals find relief and recovery. This includes therapy. It can be in the form of, co- of cognitive behavioral therapy, Dialectical behavior therapy, psychotherapy, each offers different techniques and focuses, but all aim to support the individual in understanding their thoughts, emotions, and behavior pattern, patterns. Medication in, in, some, in some settings, especially if you suffer from severe depression, severe anxiety, it is good to be able to stabilize those conditions. Work closely with the healthcare provider to, to determine the best course of treatment. Lifestyle t- I mean lifestyle changes is very important. Your outlook on life a lot of times comes from the environments which you grew up in. Adopting a healthy lifestyle can greatly impact mental well-being. This includes regular exercise, better nutrition, sleeping. I hate the term I'll sleep when I'm dead. No, you will just be dead. Get your damn sleep. Mindfulness practices such as meditation and yoga. And me, I am very much a person that likes to have a good support system in place, and it kind of helps me to thrive. So support systems is very important. Building a stronger support network, including friends, families, support groups, can provide invaluable emotional support through challenging times. Music. I love some music. Music can be a powerful tool for managing mental health listening to or playing common calming music can help to reduce stress and anxiety it can be used as a distraction from difficult emotions music can also create positive emotions and it can be used as a form of self-expression additionally there is evidence that musical therapy can help reduce the symptoms of depression anxiety and trauma and remember everyone's journey to mental health is unique choose what will be the best course for you. Now, in addition to seeking professional help, implementing self-care strategies into our daily lives is crucial in maintaining mental mental well-being. And here are some some self-care strategies you can integrate into your routine. First and foremost, take out time for the activities that you enjoy whether it's reading, painting, playing a musical instrument. I mean, I played the tuba. I'm actually thinking about joining a community band up here in Tacoma to get back into something I used to do back in high school. Hey, you know, it was a good time. So I'm trying to recapture some magic because taking care of ourselves should be a priority, just like other aspect of our lives. And it is important to establish healthy boundaries. Know your limits and say no when necessary because setting boundaries protects your mental and emotional energy. It prevents burnout and it prevents stress. Sometimes you have to tell people that you love the most. No, for yourself, and there's nothing wrong with that. Practice mindfulness, which is the ideal of meditation and focusing on self-awareness and deep breathing exercises, being more in tune with yourself internally in and externally to help reduce stress levels balance work, leisure, rest, create a routine that allows for relax, for relaxation and overall mental wellness. And there are several, and on a closing note, there are several resources available to provide additional support on mental health matters. Some of these include mental health helplines, which are hotlines specific to mental health that can provide immediate support and guidance to those in need. I will provide some in my show description today that can definitely be of help. You you can also use online communities and forums. You have some internet platforms that are geared towards mental health. Um, You can find these different spaces where individuals can connect and share experiences and find support from others facing similar challenges. You have the mental health apps like Calm and other ones that you can use for mood tracking and tracking your meditation, tracking different things that can show you how you're doing doing as far as mental progressions and on that note this brings us to the end of our two part series on mental health in the black community we've covered how we got here for the intergenerational trauma, how we cope with things, how we try to heal from them and we discussed different types of disorders and the importance of seeking help and the importance of not buying into the stigma associated with mental health in the black community, taking advantage of different treatment options, self-care strategies, and resources for additional support. Remember, mental health matters, but black mental health really matters. We all deserve to, pre- to prioritize our well-being and seek the help we need when necessary. Let's continue to have open conversations about mental health, about our struggles within our families, about about achieving beyond expectations, about breaking down the stigmas, and support each other in the journey towards improved mental wellness. Because we all, because we all are who we are, and we should come together as a people. If you know anyone who is going through any kind of mental health emergency, please don't hesitate to seek mental health or emergency care if needed. And most of all, know that you are loved. I love you. You know, stay strong and know that everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. You being here is not a mistake. You are part of of, of God's plan. It only takes one person to make that next step in life, and I say, why not? Go for it. Initiate the change that you desire. Thank you for joining me today. Please like, share, and subscribe to my podcast on Spotify. I will post my in my Instagram link as well. And I appreciate each and every one of you listeners allowing me to have a portion of your time to deliver this very important this very important message. And take care. And until it's time, peace and love. King Jeff out.